This is Brian Mayer, host of Hot Sauce Weekly, and you are listening to BCRN, all barbecue and grilling all the time. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two feet before we nursed. But listen, Lavernius, shake the I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. And just like that, we are into the second hour. It's the Barbecue Central Show. We talk about very important things here on this Barbecue Central show. The most important things, I actually say. Well, look at here. Jimmy Shotwell joined the show. Jimmy Shotwell in 2018 had the number one rated barbecue and grilling podcast. And then three minutes later, gone. Jimmy, what happened? But you got the title, bro. That's all that matters. Trophies talk. Losers talk. Me. Still to come on the show this evening, Barry Enderwick, the sandwich expert. Sandwiches of history. And, oh, no. I almost said somebody that was supposed to be on the show, but he had to bow out. And in replacement of the bow out was a former or previous bow-out, Joey Machado will close the show this evening. We say good evening to those of you watching the show tonight through one of our video streaming platforms. You can go to Facebook or X, which is slash BBQ Central Show at the end of whatever website you're watching at, Facebook or X. You can also watch the show on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash at BBQ Central Show. There is a huge chat going on there as usual, although we have some Facebook watchers as well. Little update on the YouTube poll question of the week. Why not? We're asking everybody this, and there hasn't been a change since I last updated it a couple minutes ago. Which YouTube cooking personality do you like best? Sam the Cooking Guy, Malcolm Reed, Guga, or Matt Pittman? Coming up in last place is Guga with 4%, second to last place, Matt Pittman at 12%, Malcolm Reed at 38%, and Sam the Cooking Guy at 46%. The Sam and Malcolm Delta ebbs and flows. Sam will get out to 50, 50 plus percent, and then now there must be more people coming in top of the second hour and starting to vote because we've drawn almost to a 50-50 tie between Sam and Malcolm Reed. And when I say 50-50, I mean just the same percentage. Sam the Cooking Guy now sitting at 44%, and Malcolm Reed now at 41%. And Matt Pittman jumped up 2%, now at 11%. So keep those votes coming in. You can only vote on the YouTube portion. So if you want to jump over there and make your vote, then you can jump back over to whatever streaming platform you are getting it in. By the way, kudos to me for deciding to take the show live stream video wise off Twitch 
and go to X because last week there was 2,000 views by the time the show was over. So thank you, X, for accepting the show once again. It originally had it. We've taken it away, and now we've reinstalled it and all that fun stuff. So great for the visibility of the show. Uh, Andrew Barnhart is chiming in this evening. I have some Blues Hog Red Sauce that is pretty good and tangy. Andrew, maybe you didn't know this, but Blues Hog Red is my favorite store-bought sauce, period, that I can get. So if you're ever looking to offload any on the normal squeeze bottle or the five-gallon jug or a 50-gallon jug, if it even makes it like that, I'm always happy to take the Tennessee Red off of anybody's hands. It's my favorite. I do like the traditional blue or the traditional blues hog, but if I have both, I like to go 75% red with a 25% mix of the blue. I think that's somewhere close to whatever their competition sauce is. I think that's a mix of the red and blue to some degree. Uh, coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less this coming Friday, episode 316, taking you back to January 12th of 2010. Being featured this time around as friend of the show and former longtime sponsor of the show, Dave Bosca, Butcher's Barbecue. Back in 2010, we got some background on him, how we got into competition barbecue, and then we talked intelligently and extensively on barbecue injections, how we got into the business, what injections do to meat specifically and how they work and why they're good, depending on what kind of a product you're looking to get out of it, how it helps with the yields, all that stuff. Very good info, even to this day, 14 years later. So be sure to check it out this coming Friday. You do have to be subscribed to the podcast in order to get the best of show. You can subscribe to that by going to thebbqcentralshow.com slash subscribe you will get the best of show on friday and you also have access to all of the replays of the live show from tuesday hour number one wednesday hour number two on thursday don't forget if you want to hear a past guest or segment again you think it's been lost in the archives you can email john and let him know what you would like to hear john is j-o-n at the bbq central show.com well, he alluded to it and almost blew up my spot here. However, it's the story that won't go away. And guess what? I'm here for it. All of it. And you know what I mean. Here comes the money. Here comes the money. money yes. Money, 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 it's money. the new bling, bling, barbecue festival going on in Memphis. And towards the end of last week, an event that still remains nameless as of January 9th, 2024, and I'm out madly to Mike Smith with zero replies back. I'm out to a number of other folks to get questions answered about this thing because a lot of info still needs to be disseminated across folks that might be yet undecided on which one to do. I'm out madly to somebody named Melzy Wilson, who brokered the deal that I'm about to tell you about. No answers back, no response. However, for those of you that said, I'm not going to do a new event because Memphis in May has this judging this, that, and the other thing, right? We don't know anything about what this new event is going to be about. Well, 
slow your roll, son, because as I'd mentioned, the end of last week brought a breaking news, which is the Memphis Barbecue Network will now be sanctioning that contest. So if you have ever heard of the Memphis Barbecue Network and you're familiar with how the Memphis Barbecue Network sanctions and or judges their events, then you will know how this particular one is going to play out. There still hasn't been 100% confirmation on how the contest is going to operate, but I would imagine if you're bringing in Memphis Barbecue Network to sanction it, it's going to run or feel a lot like a traditional Memphis Barbecue Network contest is going to be. So now you have your sanctioning body in place. Now you have a $250,000 prize purse in place overall. And if you win the whole thing, you have a $50,000 grand championship prize payout. And by the way, you probably have to win a category in order to win uh, and probably have to win one of the categories, and I'm assuming it's whole hog, ribs, or pork, shoulder. Probably have to win one of those three in order to get into the finals in order to have a shot at the overall. So you win it, you get 50, and then you probably get some ancillary cash too if you win a segment in order to get into the finals. So it's it's shaping up to be a pretty big payday, no doubt about it. What can't I tell you about? Who's behind it? Nobody's coming on the show from there to talk about why they're doing it. Nobody's there to answer the questions that they probably know I'm going to ask, like, how long has this been in the works? Was there some hand and hand work together with getting Memphis and May truly out of Tom Lee Park? What did the invoice talk about? Or how did the invoice that you sent them affect and or solidify them moving out? And is there a chance that the new event is going to be in for a million dollars in damage after Tom Lee Park is left to recover after this coming May? A lot of things still to talk about, and I continue to chase them down. But it's the story that keeps on giving, even in the second week of the new year, after it gave all last year, for crying out loud. So thank you very much for continuing to generate new info. Also, there was some reaction to the David Ellis segment from last week. And I have a few thoughts on that. However, it appears I'm going to be running out of time on that because we have Barry Enderwick coming up. And then, of course, closing the show, we have Joey Machado coming up 35 past the second hour. I'm going to pull it back. We'll revisit some of the David Ellis reaction next week. And who knows? There very well could be a new Memphis Barbecue Festival. I have to figure out a new way to even title it. So I don't want to just say new. There is the old and the new. The whole, the Memphis thing. Boy, that's really specific. Let me talk to you about Franklin Barbecue Pits before we get to Barry. Franklin Barbecue Pits are those types of pits built for the barbecue purists who want to take their craft to the next level. If you have a deep interest in getting into offset cookers and you want to buy some of the best ones out there, Franklin is one you want to consider. Deeply thought out, refined version of the old propane style cooker that Aaron uses at the Franklin Barbecue Restaurant. Stylistically, 
It reflects the kind of bare-bones industrial handmade aesthetic that he loves, as in the patina and the way it allows you to see the welds of the craftsmanship. The schematics of a Texas-style offset barbecue pit, relatively simple, even if the things that are happening inside reflect complicated dynamics of physics and chemistry. Very few moving parts here. Numerous and massive differences divide the Franklin pit and the average barbecue smoker sold at the big box store. Of course, weight and materials used, heat retention, just a few right off the top of my head. Franklin barbecue pits are made with mostly quarter-inch American-made steel. Anything that sees heat engineered to be incredibly solid and should last for a century or more if cared for properly. If you, the listener, want to own a Franklin barbecue pit, you have two different options. You go to the website, look for a dealer near you. If there is one near you, visit the dealer. See it, touch it, feel it, all in person. Ask all your questions. All the representatives at certified Franklin barbecue dealers are trained and experts in the product. Or, if there isn't one near you, you can go to franklinbbqpits.com. You can order one right on the website. It ships right to your driveway. And you can roll it up the driveway, install it wherever you want in your yard, and away you go. Lots of YouTube on how to use, but look, you've heard it from our pal Wes Wright at cookoutnews.com. Get up the temperature, the thing holds like a dream. If you are a fan of the show and you own a barbecue and grilling supply store and you're interested in becoming a Franklin Barbecue Pits dealer, go to franklinbbqpit.com and fill out the dealer form on the website. Easy as that. You can also get in touch with me. I can get in touch with uh, Matt make sure that all that's being taken care of as well. I don't see him in the switcher, but that doesn't mean he's not there. We may have Barry Enderwood when we come back. Stick around. Be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Howard Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet. Currently available in three sizes with a host of accessories. Doesn't matter if you're a beginner or professional, definitely cooker you want to add to the arsenal. You visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. And you will be one happy camper, especially if you're getting into the barrel cooker scene. Well, I got good news and I got bad news. The good news is, even due to the substantial and tree-tipping-over winds that we have had here in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city, Bomb City, USA, Cleveland, Ohio, the internet is still running here in Cleveland. It was touch-and-go for a long time earlier this afternoon. Lots of in-and-outs. Luckily, that hasn't happened. That's the good news. The bad news is I look into my switcher and what do I see? No Barry Underwood. This is not good. However, last week, Malcolm said he couldn't get in to the show. 
what I found out was he was probably actually there. We just needed to do a reload of the screen. So blindly, I am going into the screen just to see if he might be there. Barry, are you there? No, he's not there. Barry, not there. Weird. Robert Moss has just emailed me. Ah, yes, floor in South Carolina for Reverend Marvin's. I knew that. I don't know how close that is. Robert says it's close. Or maybe close, Charleston close. But he said Charleston was close to him, too. He's a... Is he in Charleston? Mm. No, Greenville, right. A lot of things going on in South Carolina. I had no idea there were so many different sub-hyper-regionals going on there. But some if you ever run across a legacy bottle of Reverend Marvin's mustard base sauce, whether it's the regular or the spicy, get it. It change your life good. Really the best mustard base sauce we've ever had. We've had a ton since Reverend Marvin's has left the building, and it's great. Just great. I did send Barry a note. He is West Coast time, so we might have a, which I doubt. I mean, even during the sound check, I said, make sure you're in at, uh, you know, 10 after 7, whatever. Did I say 7? I hope I didn't say 8. That'd be an hour later. I very well could have. Who knows? How about this? We're going to do something incredibly strange. I hate to do it. However, I see him in the switcher. He still thinks he's got about 20 minutes, but maybe he doesn't. Our pal Joey Machado is here. Hey, Joey. Are you on mute? I am. All right. Not anymore, though. Joey, look at you. Coming in early, coming out of the bullpen. We thought we were going to be able to get the starter about seven innings. But he shit the bed around the third inning, so we have to go to our uh, long reliever, Joey Machado here from Texas Original Charcoal. So uh, glad to see you in the box there, and we'll have to figure out what to do with Barry if he pops in here or not. Maybe I gave him the wrong time. You never know. Let me give you the proper intro uh, before we get going here tonight. A name you surely recall in the charcoal industry over the past many years is Joey Machado. He has been associated with some of the most elite brands in the industry and has helped each of them grow their footprint in the live fire industry. But why help others grow their business when you can buy into your own charcoal business and grow that one instead? Makes sense to me. And here to talk about it is our pal Joey Machado. Now, before we get going... Let's do the YouTube poll question of the week, which is this. Which YouTube cooking personality do you like best out of these choices? Sam the Cooking Guy, Malcolm Reed, Guga, or Matt Pittman? They're all friends. I have to say Matt. Matt, all right. Even yeah. Sam the Cooking Guy is a friend? Yes. Oh, all right. You ever you ever eaten uh, uh, any of his restaurants or anything like that? No. Yeah. Me neither. Oh, it's two of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a few years since the last time you've been on the show. I think the last time you still might have been with Fogo at that time, or maybe it was even before mm-hmm. Fogo and it was just B and B. 
I did see you in Louisville last year where we both froze our asses mm-hmm. off. Uh, you were outside the whole yep. run of the show there. I jumped inside a little bit just to get some heat on me, get some interviews, but then back outside to hang out with some of the fireboard folks. How did Texas original charcoal, the opportunity, present itself to you? So, um, first off, I'm going to apologize. I'm probably not on the best internet. I'm in between houses right now. We're in the process of building a house right now. So, I'm on some pretty antiquated equipment right now. Anyways, um, basically, years ago, I was with B&B. Um, I had an opportunity to... Um, I, friend of mine, now, uh, the, the connection is pretty shoddy, I'm not going to lie. You're, you're, you're jumping yeah, in and yeah, out. Yeah, so. no, no, I Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just stop now and maybe we can yep. uh, look to reschedule once you're back in a, in a better area or, or something like that. But no, I don't, don't know. That's fine. I don't want to waste fine. your time and I don't want to miss all the great <laughs> information and, and only get every fourth word. So uh, I appreciate you, you yep, know, jumping yep. in last minute here, but we'll get it worked out and, and get you back on soon enough. All right. Thanks, Joey. Man, that's a bummer. I hate that. I'm sorry uh, to Joey and. You know, you just catch him at the at a bad time. He's got shoddy internet. I appreciate the fact that he mentioned that up front. And as I've always said, we will make sure that the listener experience is uh, key and paramount at first and foremost. So I appreciate the fact that he's down with that. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. A Barbecue Central Show exclusive news update. Greg Rempe reporting for the breaking news desk here in Cleveland, Ohio, the city that breaks <laughs> breaks the most live fire breaking news in the country. Nay, the globe. Malcolm Reed has overtaken Sam the Cooking Guy in Who's Your Favorite YouTube Cooking Personality? How about that, Malcolm? Congratulations. Now at 42%, Sam barely in second place at 39%. So at some point... He dropped off. We got even, and now he has pulled ahead. Malcolm Reed, I won't say surging into the lead, but steadily was climbing, climbing, climbing. And now as we've gotten in well into the second hour, uh, 42% is taking it. We got a message coming in from Jeff and Dreezy saying, can you shut his video off? Uh, that's not going to help a bad internet, unfortunately. So, good idea, Jeff, but that will not happen. Smoking Joe's Pit Barbecue, he sounded like Max Hedrum. Uh, Absolutely. And I know we missed a lot of information just in the two minutes that he was talking. Talking about how originally it was a pit company. By the way, just being a fan of aesthetically pleasing pits, and I've never cooked on them, but I've seen them in person when I was in Louisville freezing, as I had mentioned. Texas Original Charcoal does have a pit side, as he mentioned, and wow, I mean, those are some really nice pits as well. Uh, very aesthetically pleasing. Not sure how they perform. I have no reason to believe that they don't perform great like a lot of these other pits, but they looked great when they were on display. And he had one of those uh, things that we were talking about. Was it in November? The cage. He's got pineapples and hanging meat it was like a cage he put around his Santa Maria style cooker so that was weird and 
worse than that. It was cold and in the wind, so I'm not even sure how well all that stuff cooked. But credit to Joey being out there at the end of March in Louisville, Kentucky, when it was 32 degrees. Through the whole weekend, it was craziness. So, we thank Joey Machado for giving us the old college try and didn't work out, but we'll work to have him back on. Uh, still no Barry, so now I really worry that I might have gave him the wrong time. Nevertheless, this allows us or frees us up to talk a little bit about the Davis Ellis reaction. Davis, David Ellis reaction from his segment a couple weeks ago. You know, I had a few thoughts after re listening to David Ellis's segment from two weeks ago. I'm convinced that no one from the KCBS has reached out to David about using him as a resource to build a scoring program that's more reliable than what's currently out there. His answer of hell no, when I asked him if he had heard from anyone, told me a few things. He's certainly disappointed that nobody has reached out to him. He might be offended, probably offended, but he's not saying that that nobody's contacted him. That's number one. Number two, I think it shows what many folks thought, that there might be a lot of talk about what's going on and revisions being made and fail-safes being put in place and policies and procedures being written down, but perhaps not a lot of substance behind it. By the way, in this instance where I would say that you don't necessarily correlate silence with an action. I wouldn't say that generally speaking. However, if I was running KCBS, I would be talking about everything I was doing to improve, repair, replace the scoring system so everyone knows about it and they know what's happening. In this instance, not saying anything obviously is an inspiring confidence in the teams. If you need proof of that, go back to the interview I did with David when I said, will you question the results of every barbecue contest that you compete in as Machete Boys Barbecue? And he said, yes. So you would want to try and inspire confidence and buy back any goodwill and confidence that you've lost over the American Royal and then subsequently the Atlanta Barbecue Store, although not necessarily directly related to each other or not necessarily the same thing, but it ended up being a results thing that Atlanta wanted to avoid happening that happened at the American Royal. So in this instance, and I've gotten an email from Rod Gray saying that uh, they plan to have a, a scoring fix in place by March, but he's telling me this. There aren't large PR announcements talking about all of the different steps that they're taking. And again, Normally, I would tell you that just because you're not hearing anything doesn't mean they're not doing anything. But in this instance, 
especially for public relations and optics, I would announce everything that we're doing to make sure that this isn't happening again. Again, if you've lost confidence by the teams in the scoring, you need to buy that back. You need to regain that somehow. And part of that is going to be in communication. Let them know everybody what you're doing. You're asking for input. You're looking for those experts. You're creating all of these things. And then you're telling everybody about it. Telling everybody about it. You're not allowing people to assume anything on their own. Look, what do we know about people in this day and age? By and large, people are not giving anybody the benefit of the doubt. Same for competitive barbecue cooks. People aren't looking to give you the benefit of the doubt. So if you're not out there telling everybody what you're doing and how you're making it better routinely after the biggest debacle in competition, KCBS competition history, because it's happened in other sanctioning bodies, you want to do that. You want to tell everybody what you're up to. You want to be able to buy back some of that confidence and reinstill to the teams that when you compete, the results that you hear are in fact legitimate, they are accurate, they are valid, and here are the reasons why. Jimmy Shotwell is asking me, Greg, can I cook you dinner at Memphis in May World Championship Barbecue Contest? Jimmy, you know I don't travel anywhere. You know I don't. Now, I live in contradiction, of course, because you actually saw me travel to the NBBQA event. By the way, unsolicited promotion, the latest installment of the NBBQA annual conference is coming up in less than a month. I believe that's... Is that back in Fort Worth? Jimmy, do you know that? I feel like it's not close to me. I mean, nothing's close to me. MBBQA could be in Cleveland, and I might be 50-50 on if I'm going. It's that That's how far, that's how much I don't like to travel. It's not just international, right, Sam, the cooking guy? It's like anywhere. I love my house. I love my bubble. I love it. I love it. Uh-oh. A Barbecue Central Show exclusive news update. Greg Rafferty reporting from the breaking news. <laughs> Try that again, please. A Barbecue Central Show exclusive news update. Greg Ruff reporting for the breaking news desk here in Cleveland, Ohio. City that breaks the most live fire breaking news across the country, nay, the globe. And after losing the lead mere minutes ago, Sam the Cooking Guy has once again taken over the lead. Now sitting atop the leaderboard at 42%, Malcolm Reed is at 37%, slowly gaining steam, but will not sniff anywhere near second or uh, first place is Matt Pittman garnering 13% of the boat. Guga still less than 10%, specifically at eight. So Sam the Cooking Guy and Malcolm Reed throwing lefts and rights, a heavyweight fight going on here. Typically, I rarely give updates past that second interview. So the fact that Sam and Malcolm are this hotly contested 
And moments ago, if you just missed it, Malcolm was ahead of saying the cooking guy by three percentage points. So a lot of voting going on here and a lot of juxtaposition going on between Sam and Malcolm Reed. So we'll see how that works out. The other thing I wanted to mention before I jumped in with Jimmy looking to cook me dinner at Memphis and May. Did anyone else during the David Ellis interview catch the statement that he made? This is almost one of those things that fly under the radar, like when Darren Worth was on the last time and we were talking about Memphis and May and he almost said that he thought Memphis and May was fixed without saying it. He came that close. Anybody else hear David mention that there had been numerous other times during last year where results had been delayed at various contests? I was not aware of that. I'm not saying that it's not true, but if indeed that's the case, certainly some kind of resolution needs to happen sooner than later. We will continue to track what KCBS is up to, whether they want us to or not. I'm sure they do. Jimmy, is anybody of note going to make the switch to the new Memphis Barbecue Festival? You think about that as we break. And then put it up in the instant chat. I'll flash it up here. Maybe Jimmy Shotwell should be coming on as a guest. He's a Memphis expert as well. Maybe that's the next roundtable. Malcolm, Jimmy Shotwell, and Heath Riles as we lead into Memphis in May. Oh, boy. Listen up, gang. Our friends at Big Papa Smokers have something special just for you, listeners of the show. Whether you're a seasoned pitmaster or a grilling newbie, Big Papa Smokers, your one-stop shop for all things barbecue, from their championship rubs, mouth-watering sauces, essential accessories. They've got what you need to make your food taste great. Take it to that next level, whether you're on the competition circuit or in the backyard. Here's the cherry on top. Big Papa Smokers is offering the listeners of the Barbecue Central Show an exclusive deal. Use the code REMPE at checkout. That's R-E-M-P-E. Romeo Echo Mike Papa Echo. And you get $10 off your next $50 purchase of rub sauces and accessories or a combination of all of them. Imagine the possibilities. Evaluate your ribs with Big Papa's Sweet Money. You can add Big Papa's Desert Gold to your chicken or vegetables, or better yet, pick up Double Secret, add it to your steak. Head on over to BigPapaSmokers.com and start shopping and saving today. Don't forget to use the promo code REMPE at checkout. That's R-E-M-P-E. You get $10 off your next order of $50 or more. You can also check out Big Papa's full line of recipes at CookingWithBigPapa.com and, of course, follow them on social media. Still no berry. I was so jazzed to introduce you to Barry. You could tell in the intro of the show. Anybody else see the cat that jumped up when Meathead was talking? Did we hide that well enough? I hope so. We'll give it a few. We'll probably wrap the show. And then move on to the 16th of January. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show.
full packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Aladino and JRE Tobacco, makers of some of the finest hand-rolled premium cigars that you can get in your mouth today. Corojo Reserva, my favorite. Quickly running second, Sumatra. You can buy all of those over at the number two guyscigars.com. They also have a Habano wrapper, which I love. The Aldino Classic, JREtobacco.com. Find a retailer near you, and we should be getting the January box of cigars, so stay updated, and we might have some samples ready to go. Brandon writing in on the show. Found this on Twitter, but apparently I can't message you there. Thought you'd appreciate it. By the way, really enjoying your show, going on a couple years, still listening to every episode. Thanks for what you do, Brandon. Brandon, thank you for listening. What did he send me? I've been crazy ads in my life. Nothing. Huh. Is this an ad? I'm going to have to check that out after the show, Brandon. But appreciate you writing in. Brandon wrote me back October 6, 2022, when I was listening to the Crooked River podcast. I don't know if you listened to that or not. But the first Crooked River dealt with a fellow by the name of Jim Trafficant, who was a sheriff originally down here in Youngstown, Ohio, got involved with the mob and eventually became a congressperson and then was arrested and eventually died under mysterious circumstances. Very weird. On the farm, tractor tipped over on him, crushed him. Who knew? But I highly recommend Crooked City. A lot of those podcasts are great. In fact, if Barry Enderwick would have been here, there was a question that would have led into a Crooked City podcast, which I just got done listening to, which is about the, I don't know if anybody's into quarter horses or not. I know quarter horses. Love watching them sprint out. Wait, let's just try this. You there, Barry? No. You never know. I just like to give people the opportunity. So quarter horses, you know, like thoroughbreds, but only run a quarter of a mile, and it's straight out of the gate, boom, straight shot to the finish line. Very exciting. It's like watching the 100-yard dash, but with horses. There was a lady who was into quarter horses like nobody's business. She wasn't into the sprinters, though. She was into the show horses. I forget what the hell they call There's a fancy name for that. And she ends up bilking uh, the town that she worked for, Dixon, Illinois. Who, by the way, in case you didn't know, Dixon, Illinois, home of Ronald Reagan, probably their most famous resident. And then you transition many years later to their most infamous resident, Rita Crundwell, who worked for the city as the comptroller and over a, I don't know, 
20-year period, embezzled $53.7 million from the city (laughs) to fund her quarter horse empire. She was really great at the quarter horse empire thing. She was even better at stealing millions and millions of dollars. Can you imagine the balls on this lady sitting there in every meeting, going over all the budgets, hearing where all the deficits were? Oh, we don't have money to fill the potholes on the streets this year. Rita, what's the balance? That doesn't look good, Tim. We're probably going to have to lay off some cops and cut back on EMT and definitely can't fill potholes. We're not plowing during the winter. I don't Seems like all the money just evaporates. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, it's evaporating into your account. This lady, year after year, knew that she was putting the city in the worst financial positions possible, and she was taking the money. And all these people, what's going on with all the money? I don't know. I don't know. I look at all the numbers right here. There's just no money. Hmm. It's bizarre. You should go listen to it. Dressage. Yeah, but I don't. I know. I knew dressage, but I don't think that's. It could be. I'd have to go back and listen to it again. My mom is telling me it's dressage. I know dressage. I know the, the whole thing. So. Oh. Well. Oh. Speak of the devil. Look who's just called back in. It's my parents. Do you remember when you were just a little boy, like seventh and eighth grade, maybe seventh? Your father worked so hard for so many years to give you and that dopey brother of yours horse riding lessons when we lived in Bainbridge. Remember when Bainbridge was a farm town, not like all those Richie snots that live there now? Yeah. There was no highway when we moved into Cleveland. You had to get off in Solon, and then you had to take the back roads into Bainbridge. It's no highway. Now you got the highway, all these restaurants, all these yuppie bastards with their big houses, remember? The end of our housing development, they made this huge multi-million dollar homes. Who needs it? That's right. That's why we left like normal old people and went to Florida. Look for us in Lakewood Ranch. Look, you remember when you did the horse riding? It was great. Western style, a little bit, but it was mostly English style. and We had to learn how to post. That's right. I remember taking VHS video of you. You posted really good. That one time you fell off, too bad for you, but you gutted it out. Yeah, you only cried for like an hour. Such a pussy. Grow up a little bit, why don't you? Uh, Look, we have to go, okay, honey? Thank you for coming up. Always enjoy when they stop by. Well, there's still no Barry, which is a shame. Hopefully he didn't hear that whole Dixon, Illinois thing. And when we rebook him, I'm rebooking Barry. I can tell you this. You shine on me first time in. There's a good chance I'm going to tell you to beat it. However, 
I think the content's good. The sandwich thing, great angle, unique. He's got 275,000 275, Instagram followers. So he's worth it. So let's go ahead and wrap the show right now. Why not? A little bit early. Early day for me tomorrow anyway. I could use the extra rest. But before we go, we're calling an end to the poll question. Where are we sitting? What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? And as I said it, it just dropped percentages. However, 44% of you are saying that Sam the Cooking Guy is your favorite YouTube cooking personality. And Malcolm Reed is 37%. Matt Pittman remains at 12%. He actually dropped a percentage point. And Guga is at 7%. Never even sniffed 10%. How about that? Wonderful. All right, all the way back in the first hour, it was Meathead. We talked about senses. He kind of agreed on my let's not fear this kind of stuff. But not all the way buy in. Like Sam bought in last week. Malcolm bought in last week. Robert Moss did buy in this week. So we have three of the four right off the rip. Uh, second hour was uh, what we call a shit show. There might have been a timing issue with Barry Enderwick, but we're going to we'll figure it out, number one. And then I, Joey Machado unwittingly got, unknowingly got thrown into being on the air, but he ends up having shoddy internet connection at best. And after a couple minutes, I said, that's it. I appreciate him coming on, but we can't put the listener through that, so we cut it short. And then we hung out a little bit, and there you go. Now, wait a second. Guy the cooking, Sam. No, not the Howard Stern bit. Ponderous, man, ponderous. It's my homage, guy, to the great Howard Stern. And in and, and, and a bit that I think is the best bit ever when he does it. That's my imitation of Howard doing an imitation of his mother. But kind of my, I mean, look, it's all my words. I'm not stealing his words. It just sounds. It just sounds like. Anyway, it was me, Head. Then it was Robert Moss. Second hour shit show. We tried Barry Underwick. We tried Joey Machado. We'll line both of them back up. The good news is this. Next week's show promises to be, as the kids say, a banger. How do I always leave it? September 11, 2001. I will never forget until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. This is Jeff Stone of Grandpa's Fried Barbecue from the Panhandle of Florida, and you are listening to the Barbecue Central Show.